0: Hi guys, I'm here with Eliza. We're gonna be talking about your music, your DJing, your creative process. Great. Well, when did we meet? We met, was it at Rob's house or Fax's yeah. house? Yeah, there was a party. Me and my friend walked in and you were DJing and we actually like stayed in that room for quite a while. Nice. I just felt like, more, even more than the party, I felt like I could actually listen to that like. It's just driving. If that makes okay, sense. Nice, perfect. Yeah, I hopefully
1: that's what you are going. That is what I go for. <laughs> that's always what I go really? for. Yeah. As an industry, it's pretty kind of centered around some sort of being under the influence. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that you can think you've had a great night, and the next day, you know, your ears are ringing. You just can't really remember what the sound was. And then you listen back to clips, and it just sounds sometimes just overwhelming. And there's definitely a time and a place for that, yeah. but. I personally like could not put myself in that headspace all the time to practice enough to get it good so I was like cool I'm gonna play what I like doing when I'm sober and I'm just in a good mood like Mm -hmm. the vibe of I'm driving my car what do I want to listen to and that's kind of how I yeah how I work um but I know a lot of other people love to kind of wait until they're in that really hyped up mood to practice and put together a set it's just not
0: not me as much yeah maybe that's why I appealed to me because I don't drink or like yeah I don't yeah so it's, yeah sometimes when you're in a party and the music's blaring you're like maybe I would enjoy this if I was on yeah. something <laughs> I'm dead sober my head hurts and like why is that man looking at me right now <laughs> um, so that was to me maybe that's why we connected is because you were creating the music in the same headspace I was listening to it Yeah. I guess that leads on to my other question of this clip went viral where this oh girl Madeleine was freaking out. she's like, what do DJs do? Do they create it beforehand? And I honestly have no idea, right? Because mm. it's cool. It looks so cool. It does look like, cool. Like one of the most cool performances ever. But what are you actually doing? <laughs> it, it really depends.
1: Um, I think what she said is super fair. And like, there's this, So there's this Radiohead song, is like anyone can play guitar. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of true. It was done in the Barbie movie with the boys on there, guitars serenading everyone. And to an extent, DJing can be like that because now we have all these programs that analyze tracks and tell you what key or BPM songs are in and how they match with each other. Mm -hmm. So it would be pretty possible for anyone to show up, plug in a Spotify playlist, the software would analyze it and you're basically just hitting pause and play. Wow. But the thing is that's not, you know, it's it's fine, yeah. but it's not the the DJing that people really love. Like someone like Fred again is live with a beat pad. And that's like one type of live performance with DJing. You've got other people like Nia Archives who are singing. Mm-hmm. Um, it really depends how you want to make that a live thing. Because DJing can be super passive. It can literally be like a playlist. Or you can try and decide how you want to make it a performance for people to like really feel involved in something that feels different every time. Someone listens to you, the same set should be different in my opinion, rather than just like a roll through of everything pre-planned, how you're gonna yeah. mix things together.
0: And then how did you get into DJing? Cause I always look at cool stuff that people do and I'm like, eh, that's not for me. I
1: think I honestly fell into it. So throughout my teenage years, I played guitar mm-hmm. in bands and I sang a little bit in bands, but that wasn't like my main thing that I was interested in. And then I got to uni and it was so, difficult to find the time to commit to practicing in a live band. And in my mind, I was like, well, DJing is music, DJing is some element of performance. And in my mind at that point, DJing is easier. <laughs> it's like you can, you can kind of practice here and there. You've got 23 minutes and then do a set which is now rather than the hassle of lugging all the equipment to a rehearsal and making an arrangement, and what have you. So I really fell into it under this assumption that in order to be a passable DJ, it was easy which i would say is true like if you want to be a passable dj it's really super easy and that's why i think it's just a great way for people who haven't done music to get into it or people who love music and don't have time to like still have a creative outlet what i then realized the more i did it and the more i then got to meet people who were doing it professionally is oh my god like my kind of madeline Argy kind of mindset of like you know what are they doing like it's 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 not that difficult was so overturned and the amount of creativity that I saw like really pushed me so then I ended up bringing back in the kind of live music elements I was really interested in to the music Mm -hmm. um which is something some people do um other people like to do it all digitally and produce their own tracks like completely on a computer which is also super cool I just I'm a bit analog with things and I kind of like the physical playing
0: yeah I guess that feeds into because you do music as well as DJing does like one feed into the other or
1: Yeah 100% so for me I started off playing folk guitar like Mm -hmm. as a kid like folk and classical guitar was my background and then when I started getting into playing kind of electric and rock I became pretty obsessed with the equipment around it all Mm -hmm. like the equipment is super cool that's a, a massive part of why DJing looks epic is because you see all of this equipment and when you look at someone else's setup, you're like god I've never seen this new thing what is that and I became obsessed with the idea of all these different guitar pedals. And the idea of being able to kind of distort sounds and play with them was so cool to me and got me into music production and really feeds into the kind of um, like EDM music that I like. I love anything that's using that kind of distortion. I love people like Bonobo who take like natural sounds as well and record those or record live guitar and then mix in something. And that's definitely how the two of those have interacted. And then they've, it's always come back now into the music that I make. Yeah. Um. With when I'm sat there with my guitar, I found that my production is just so much more creative. Yeah. Because I've seen what people are capable of doing, literally on like Ableton building a beat. Yeah. I'm now more interested in bringing that in. Before I would have just asked a friend who was a drummer to like yeah. you know make a beat together, and now I'm like, cool. Actually, I could, I can do that myself.
0: Do you often perform live or?
1: yeah yeah i do i do a lot of live performance i find for me actually that's like a real motivator throughout like the week or the month it's like knowing that i have a gig really keeps me just feeling alive and energized through that week um i'm not sure why that is i think some people have a natural kind of like want to be performing other people really don't i also know that when i'm performing i'm like a slightly different person i'm a lot more outgoing and theatrical in what I do yeah and then I'd say like I was pretty chilled out normally um so I find I find that wonderful and I've been doing like a fair amount recently I've been doing some really strange things recently (laughs) um I so I've been doing a lot of film soundtracking yeah I've done some live soundtracking for arts events so like like the idea that someone's looking at stationary artwork and there's (laughs) like a live music going on I think is really cool and then I've also been doing theatre which is like so not my background at all but actually I've been involved in both DJing live Mm -hmm. whilst there's like a play going on which is just (laughs) crazy and then also like I have found I'm not a musical theatre kind of person but I found a few kind of rock musical theatre things where I've ended up going and playing guitar for them super randomly and actually really appreciated that kind of stuff a lot more.
0: That's the other thing that I find really interesting is the more I talk to people that work in the creative space there's so many different outlets for it Mm -hmm. like you just think okay this person likes music so they have to go into the studio record a track promote that track go Mm -hmm. and perform that but there's so many different ways that the skills that you learn can be used Mm -hmm. in different ways I heard you say earlier that you feel like maybe when you're in your artistry you almost unlock a different version of yourself which Mm -hmm. I completely relate to like as part of my podcasting I'm having to reach out to a lot of people that I've been silently admiring in terms of like doing my podcast I feel like it almost gives me like a license to be more audacious. Yeah. I mean, well, if I don't do it, I don't have a podcast. So whereas I've been like silently admiring the stuff that you do for like two years now, I finally was like reached out. I was like, hey, I think you're really cool. I would love to talk to you about this. So I completely relate to that. And I'd love to hear more about like how it's almost like an oyster to unlocking that different bit of yourself. No, I totally agree with that. I
1: think it's kind of hard because in life we're normally like wearing different hats at different times um like now going into the world of work it's so interesting that I'm again like having to put on a different hat and be you know I'm not saying you're not yourself but you're some different version and for me music and then also like the range of different things I do within that has always been an opportunity to just throw off all the other hats that I wear um it's also somewhat limiting though because now in the you know now that we're in the world of work There is a concern that if you go out and do some kind of insane performance and you live stream it and what have you, that that's going to come up and you show up to a job interview and they're like, we saw you looking pretty crazy, you know, doing this performance. I had it once at uni where I was performing my band and I was just really hyped. I was having the most amazing time and I was singing. So I guess I was like somewhat of the front woman in one of the songs and I was really um, interacting with the crowd afterwards people start going up to the band being like wow your singer was really really fucked up yeah. like what was she on yeah and I was like oh, I was totally sober like <laughs> I bet, you know word of mouth like that film especially like filming something like that you know putting it out there just ends up like yeah being a concern so I think as much as it really un- unlocks like so much for me there is always now the fear that like if I were to go on TikTok yeah and start filming myself doing these things like where does that lead to like the kind of the being viewed in the moment is really fun being viewed
0: six months after the fact on someone's for you page is kind of scary yeah um and obviously the work that i want to do is fueled by social media and mm -hmm. i feel like that's the same for a lot of artistry nowadays where Mm -hmm. you now it's like kind of like that necessary evil if you want to be out there you need to be talking about it, but it w- does also put a dampener on the fact that you're performing, everyone's got a phone up, everyone's got a yeah. camera up, everything that you do is is out there now yeah. and they can just take it and run with it. You can cut it. Like AI means you can change things that are happening, which is terrifying. How do you feel social media encourages your art, but also like we've already touched on how it yeah prevents you from Dampers. going certain places?
1: A hundred percent. There's actually a scandal and I am i was, I, I hesitate to say in any way famous, but I had like my literal five seconds of fame <laughs> on TikTok a couple of years ago. So I was preparing to do a jungle set at Junction, which is like the big venue in Cambridge, super excited for it. And one day I'm walking home from the library wearing my headphones and this man comes up to me and starts speaking to me, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea what's going on. We get chatting, I'm like, I'm friendly to strangers. I'm going to have a conversation with this guy. And then he's like, "Yeah, we're actually filming a TikTok. Can you tell us what song you're listening to right now?" And this is not filmed. I give him a really in-depth explanation. I'm like, "I'm listening to this compilation, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, it's because I'm doing this set here, whatever." He's then like, "Cool, let's just film this for the TikTok then." Films this video in which I in which he says, "What are you listening to?" and I say, "Jungle, it's massive." Yeah. And then the TikTok is edited. So it looks like I've said that and then walked off <laughs> without the context of this conversation. Then this gets posted to a certain, to infamous TikTokers page. Mm-hmm. And all the comments are like, how could she not know the name? It's incredible by NB, Yeah, blah, 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 what an idiot. She doesn't know anything about music, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was the name of the compilation, like all this yeah. context. Anyway, the whole thing was just a really strange experience because getting that amount of like visceral hate from people you just don't know was really odd and also what's strange is that like being interested in music and producing music is such a big part of my identity and to have people immediately turn around and go god she doesn't know what she's talking about was really really rough yeah um and so for me i was like oh for god's sake now it really makes me think if ever i were to go on tiktok and be like everyone watch me dj that video is resurfacing and i'm happy to say this now because like i i don't care anymore (laughs) but like part of me thinks like that is coming up and people are going to be like she's a fraud yeah so there's definitely like a bit of a a bit of a dampener it has in terms of like promotion i've gotten so many cool opportunities yeah through social media i've been on like the bbc through it like all of those things but there's just the the being watched in such an out of context kind of way is is really concerning
0: I find that that's like an up-and-coming format as well as like people always ambush you for an answer yeah it used to be that because you're on social media entitled people to an opinion on you but now it's like just because you're outside it entitles people to put you on social media yeah and then people then have an opinion and then also like touching on the fact that people are so negative towards you I Mm. feel it's so Sad that the initial reaction isn't education. Like they don't know mm. that you know, right? They don't. But it could be, hey, like the song name is actually this. Yeah. yeah, that's just a lyric from the song. Part of just watching yourself back is like so much stuff that you do unconsciously, mm. and then brought to your face, and you're like, that's what other people view me as, which yeah. is so. I can't imagine being in that space of like performing something that you care about, which often like your music, you will care about. Mm. And then looking back and being like, next time I do that, I shouldn't put my leg that far out or I shouldn't do yeah. this on this note. Do you find yourself overanalyzing like, footage of yourself? Um, well, what I'll say is that one thing I
1: love about the live element is it really just takes my mind off that. Yeah. And I think like people are always their own worst critics. So that's something that's really brilliant about being in a group yeah. with music. You, you make a mistake and afterwards you go up to someone and you go, God, did anyone hear? how bad that bridge was and I like completely fucked that up and um, it's really nice because you have the reassurance I think with DJing it's a lot easier because also you can record inbuilt into that equipment rather than someone's on their phone videoing a band yeah and with those DJing recordings it's so easy to kind of listen to it back and go oh not quite right I try and I try and let go of it like a lot more and I try just to commit to a decision like with DJing, there's a lot of decisions that you're making on the fly and once I've started one I just try and stick with it now whereas there was one time when I was really trying to kind of up my game where I'd start thinking oh this would be a cool song to bring in and then I'd freak myself out and be like no that it's not the right vibe and people aren't going to like this song and I would like hesitate to do it and then end up like not
0: really bringing the same energy and like the enjoyment of the live mm. element to it. Perfection is a big thing, isn't it? Like I've started having to say production over perfection, yeah. which is like if you keep creating stuff, you will learn. And it's also just a joy to look back on that process. I used to go about it by telling everyone in my life, like yeah.
1: I'm working on this single and I was hoping that the peer pressure of people asking me about it would yeah. force me into doing it. Actually, I felt that it just added to the pressure. Yeah. And also there's some element of you get validation from telling people you, yeah. you're you doing something before you've done it, yeah, and I really think that I love buying into that, and I love kind of telling people I'm doing this, and having them go, "That sounds really cool," yeah, and and that kind of like fed into this whole cycle of like, "Well, I'm doing well. It doesn't matter that I'm like six months later than I thought I was going to be." So now I try and just um, force myself to set deadlines on things and get things up when they're when when they're as, when they're complete, but they're not great. Yeah. Because I found so frequently as well, when you look at most artists, they don't release a song once, they release it multiple times. Yeah. But I think with small artists and us, when they're just beginning, you just see so many runs of the same yeah. song because that's how you find out what are your audience liking, yeah. what feels true to my production style. So I just think get it out there
0: and, yeah. and run with it. Also, if you're lucky enough to have like a really like constructive audience, you're like, hey, this was super cool. If I was doing this, I'd do it this way. And then yeah. like, Maybe next time a format, I will do it that way. And then, like, I like this enough that I want to keep doing it like this. Mm. You're allowed to revise your art. You're yeah. allowed to make it better. That's part yeah. of the process, mm-hmm. and that's the most important thing, right? It's like, what do you think of your music? No, I I
1: agree. I completely agree with that. I think. Well, I th- I think this is what you see actually with most of these big celebrities who have these quite public breakdowns, and they want to leave their record label, and like, there's a whole load of other problems. But oftentimes, it's because they started doing something because they loved doing it and they really believed yeah. in it. And then one element of that was really commercially successful. So they get forced to yeah. keep doing that, keep pumping it out. And eventually like no one has the stamina for doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of almost the freedom with a lot of artists never finding any success. Yeah. There is a freedom to that of like, well, there's no jeopardy of mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z corporate, you know, ties that I have being annoyed when I just put out rogue things. which is something really freeing like as much as most artists are always going to be chasing someday to find success or fame or whatever yeah there is something really freeing about just being allowed to do whatever you want and ultimately there is no consequence I could release a horrible single that everyone hated and it would like no jeopardy there it's fine
0: yeah the stakes are lower right yeah because when you're just creating you're like I'm just trying stuff out seeing what sticks what I like what audience out there likes but then when you build an audience there there's a level of expectation yeah and well this is the thing that i started listening to you for can you please keep doing that yeah i mean someone's making money off the back of that they're gonna also be putting that pressure on
1: a couple of years ago i had a load of kind of commercial gig bookings and i had this dj name which was the queen of clubs almost being somewhat of a joke in that like i'm gonna play commercial i'm playing what i'm being paid to play i'm not not playing what i want and I just needed to take a break from chasing like whatever that commercial gig was or whatever that kind of like following was, mm-hmm. just to go and do the most random selection of gigs for a year. And I feel like that has given me so much more clarity on what I really love doing.
0: Do you feel that at all with like your DJing and your music? Do you feel people being like, pick one? Or are they just happy that you're out there and you're creating? Cause when we started, I asked how to introduce you and you're like, well, I'm different things in different places. Yeah, um, yeah, a hundred percent. I think, um, In terms of, like, my
1: personal life, like, totally fine. Uh, And, like, the opportunities that I get through my personal life, people really, like, love both those elements. So um, I have friends who run private festivals, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, so you're just going to go and do a bit of singing and then maybe do some jazz. And then later in the evening, maybe you can do a DJ set, and it just works brilliantly. But I think the concept of, like, an artist is, like, the concept of a singular style and, like, identity. And I think it is really, really difficult to... Work out how to marry those two I mean it's almost like if you say oh I'm a guitarist And I'm a DJ people expect you to be playing guitar Over
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: a beat with some like Vinyl yeah. like um, Vinyl breakbeat or I don't even know um, And I think I found that Really difficult like if I made a TikTok account About music like, I don't even know what would what would Be on there and it would be like whiplash yeah. Probably watching that content Because it would be like one day we're doing some musical theatre Which is so out of my comfort zone And the next day we're like DJing live in like you know whatever weird venue and probably in <laughs> someone's back garden like it's just it's just really hard to marry those into something that like I would probably don't know I don't think I'd want to watch that content yeah to be honest you want content that's fresh and new and exciting but you also don't feel like it's because we have this idea that we know creators like I really agree with what you said at the beginning there are there are people online who just live in my head run free yeah 100% and I'm I love like I have this image of like what they are And like what their worldview is from their content. Yeah. And I think it would be really hard to get that sense with a creator who made really fractured
0: stuff. It's so easy when we only get a 2D view of someone to then try and hold them to that. Yeah. And it can be so stifling for a creator. Mm. I guess that's why some celebrities are so lucky that people stay for who they think they are. Yeah. Zendaya, for example, what hasn't she done? Yeah, exactly.
1: I'll stand anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're very, very rare yeah like those kind of um and i'm not it's not to say there aren't creators out there who do a multitude of things it's just only one of those is the one that's like online being celebrated kind of yeah you know becomes famous or successful which is really interesting something about music feels like very alive and real mm-hmm. and i think i find it whereas with my day job i'm like cool i can go in i can have my views challenged very easily and, and very easily kind of pivot I yeah. think when it's something you really care about so hard
0: yeah you get so defensive so easily right mm. like why doesn't someone like this or why are you saying this about me and it's like the less you care about something the easier it is to fail at it but also with art it's constant rejection and failure right like because yeah. for every two people that are so hardcore for what you do there's like 20 that are like mm my ears bleeding <laughs> like I can't watch this yeah I was gonna um, ask about like starting music in your teenage years which for me like even looking back to them is so raw I was just everything I did felt so personal yeah and oh, the way people received it always felt so personal do you mm-hmm. feel like that has helped you or do you feel like that has hindered you I think it really helped I think I went through a stage I
1: I think most people go through when I was like super unsure of myself and like Mm -hmm. it's also really difficult because you're beginning to kind of chart out your identity Mm -hmm. for the first time and for me going through that experience of putting something really raw out there was just like the best character building that I could have gone through because I think like there's so much pressure to be or act a certain way Mm -hmm. that actually being like Okay, I'm doing this really weird thing I've written this strange song, whatever And and accepting that I didn't care Like where it went Was really, really freeing In a way I couldn't have been with, say, my clothing Yeah, Like, you know, there's some some people out there Super out there with their fashion, whatever When I was 14, like, I could not have mm. Strayed from, like, the textbook Kind of in those days, like, Topshop <laughs> Like, uniform Hollister. Yeah, the top shop Hollister <laughs> And it is literally uniform yeah. the, All the teenagers will wear, like, pick whatever's The dance style and, and wear mm. that but for me, therefore, like having an outlet where I was happy to experiment was really valuable. Yeah. Um, and I'd say that really just has helped. And as obviously as you get older, then you're like, oh, I don't really care about. Yeah. The other stuff. But
0: I watched a Helena Bonham Carter interview where she was like, the "Best thing about your thirties is you stop caring." Yeah. Like, I want to get to that point. Exactly. I'm like, I, f- I can feel it. I can feel it happening. Where I'm like, I've picked the people that I care about their opinion. Primarily mm. me. Yeah. And um everyone else is just kind of irrelevant but i'd love to get to the point where i don't even care about my own opinion if that makes sense <laughs> when like that little niggling voice in the back of your head that's like you're awful and everyone hates him like just shut up yeah <laughs> i'm done with you that's total freedom being able to get away from that i think like
1: it, it's just the fear is when when people replicate like the voice that you have so like yeah. i
0: i that right
1: yeah and that's that's scary and it go i like a hundred percent go through that with my autistic process you're right being able to Get to the point eventually where you're like i don't even hear the voice that i like my own self-critic yeah is so would be so cool yeah and then maybe even being able to be only objective about the feedback people give you
0: yeah oh this has been like such a great conversation so i just wanted to give you the opportunity to promote what you're doing okay. um i absolutely love your music i've been like, exploring you. through listening to it i like like getting that headspace so i've been listening to it loads what i'm doing now is i'm focusing on getting an ep yeah out the door Um, And this is an EP
1: that kind of got half done and then I scrapped half of it. And anyway, we're almost there. Um, I'm really, really ready for that to come out. Um, There's a couple of singles from it that are already out but that's gonna come out um, hopefully by the end of the year. That's my goal. I think we're almost there. Um, What platforms can people find you on? um, Apple Music, Spotify, like all the big ones. I'm just, I'm on there. Got my like distribution through all of that. I've also got SoundCloud for DJing stuff.
0: Oh yeah, well, definitely. it's been so lovely having yeah. you on. Go check out all of the live stuff. Um, if you announce any gigs, I'll repost them so people can find it. Oh, um, that'd be and so awesome. I would definitely Thank you definitely be there. But Amazing. yeah, thanks so much for being on. teenagers will wear like pick whatever's the dance
1: style and, and wear that but for me therefore like having an outlet where i was happy to experiment was really valuable yeah um and i'd say that really just has helped and as obviously as you get older then you're like oh, i don't really care about yeah the other stuff but
0: i watched a helena bonham carter interview where she was like, the "Best thing about your 30s as you stop caring yeah i want to get to that point exactly i'm like I, f- I can feel it i can feel it happening where i'm like i've picked the people that i care about their opinion primarily mm. me yeah, and um, everyone else is just kind of irrelevant. But I'd love to get to the point where I don't even care about my own opinion. If that makes sense. <laughs> where like that little niggling voice in the back of your head that's like you're awful and everyone hates you. Like just shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with you. That's total freedom being able to get away from that. I
1: think like it, it's just the fear is when when people replicate like the voice that you have. So like yeah. I am that right. Yeah, and that's that's scary. And it go I like a hundred percent go through that with my autistic process. You're right. Being able to get to the point eventually where you're like, I don't even hear the voice that I like my own self critic. Yeah. Is so would be so cool. Yeah. And then maybe even being able to be only objective about the feedback people give you.
0: Yeah. Oh, this has been like such a great conversation. So I just wanted to give you the opportunity to promote what you're doing. Okay. Um I absolutely love your music. I've been Thank like following through listening to it. I like like getting that headspace. So I've been listening to it loads. What I'm doing now is I'm focusing on getting an EP yeah. out the door. Um, and this is an
1: EP that kind of got half done and then I scrapped half of it. And yeah. anyway, we're almost there. Um, I'm really, really ready for that to come out. Um, there's a couple of singles from it that are already out, and yeah. that's going to come out um, hopefully by the end of the year. That's my goal. I think we're almost there. Um, what platforms can people find you on? Um, Apple Music. Spotify like all the big ones yeah. I'm just I'm on there got my like distribution through all of that I've also got SoundCloud for DJing stuff
0: oh yeah, well it's think. been so lovely having yeah. you on. go check out all of Eliza's stuff um if you announce any gigs I'll repost them so people can find it oh um, and sure. I would thank, thank me, be there but Amazing. yeah thanks so much for being on